0: And welcome to Lost in the Lyrics, the podcast where we discuss song lyrics and completely overanalyze them. I'm Elliot. And I'm Claire. And today, we, uh, Claire is going to get lost in the lyrics of Why did I listen to that man from the musical You're in Town? Uh,
1: because I do not know the musical, and Elliot does. Uh, be yes. sure to stay tuned afterwards for Elliot to talk about flags and for updates on my knitting projects. So today we're doing something
0: a little different. Um, yes. We are... Obviously, analyzing something from a musical, which I have done before on the pod, I don't believe you have
1: um, well, we analyzed uh squirrels in my pants from Phineas and Ferb yeah. ah, yes, we did I guess <laughs> um, that counts yeah that um, that is true though you you had the guest episode with Mads where you analyzed a song from a musical, and I was not there because guest episode um yeah.
0: I think it'll be interesting. We wanted to kind of see what would happen because You're in Town is a show I'm familiar with. And I mean, maybe it's a good way for you to learn about musicals because you you like musicals, but I probably
1: know more of them. Yeah. More of um, them than you. My journey with musicals is a little bit like a hill at the moment. Um, I was more into theater and musical theater in like high school and like, my first year of university, and then I just have not sort of kept up with that interest. Um, in, in not that I, if... Yeah, not that I don't like musicals anymore, but it's just, I haven't.
0: Well, in theory, if today goes yeah. well, uh, the hill will begin going up again.
1: Potentially. Anywho, before we get into
0: it, um, it snowed this morning here in the beautiful... Wisconsin and <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. I it's great. Um it's very wet snow and mm-hmm. that's it. I don't know. It's not that cold out. It's like about it's hovering somewhere around freezing, so mm-hmm. the snow is pretty wet and it's not as windy as yesterday, which is nice, but it is still it's cold enough that your extremities like your fingers and ears get kind of uncomfortable if you don't have if you don't cover those. But it's not so cold that it's, like, painful to be outside.
1: That's good. Um, Here, it's kind of, like, overcast. Um, I think it's in the 50s or something, Fahrenheit. Um, So, pleasant temperature-wise. It was quite windy when I walked to the grocery store today. And it was sprinkling, which I was not prepared for. And I was really glad that it didn't actually rain.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah Ruffled up my hair nice with the wind though Oh nice Any jokes? Um Uh, I could I think I'm the joke today Of not knowing this musical But, um, yeah
0: Uh, Alright, well then we'll save it for the analysis (laughs) So, do you want to know anything about the show Before we get going? Or do you just want to get into it?
1: Um, no I think we were discussing potentially having uh, a bit where I tell you what I think the show is about just from the name. Oh
0: yeah, I'd like to know what you think it is just from the name. I also want you to guess when this show,
1: when it's from, like what well, year. Or it says day. on the lyrics that it's from two thousand one.
0: Okay, I was trying so, to get you. It's the same age as us. <laughs> to give to give away I was our born ages. in two thousand. <laughs> Well, it's it's essential. it's about the same age as us. And, um... It can legally drink. It can legally drink. (laughs) And it's, um, fun fact, it was set to open two days after September 11th, 2001. Hmm. And obviously, uh, stuff happened around then. Yeah. And, uh, it got revised after that. So they, they, they revised some things because apparently there were a couple jokes that really would not land after mm. that. So that's interesting to me. Interesting, um, yeah. Another thing that is not a spoiler, but it is something that you can ask me is if at any point you want to know, like, where in the show is this? Like, wh- like uh, you know, is it the finale? Is it the opening? You know, that kind of question. Mm. You can ask that.
1: track 14 on here. Yeah, but so, you don't know how many
0: tracks there are. I
1: do not know. I'm feeling like middle of the second act, though. Okay, fourteen. I do think
0: that you should also, what, as we read this, I'd like to hear what you, what vibe do you think the music is as well? Mm. Like, what, what kind of instruments, what pace, you know, what tempo, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, based on the title, "You're in Town," the musical. What do you
1: think it's about, so um first of all, I would like to say that it's probably about a town um, and I'm feeling like this town is probably a pretty stinky town um and I don't know necessarily if that is portrayed uh with you know urine or urinating images or i don't know um but it's a possibility i feel like there might be some animals in this town like rats Hmm. and dogs um and uh i don't think that the rats and the dogs are the main characters though it feels to me like there's probably like a group of high school students because that seems typical of media um and from the title <clears throat> excuse me of this song um I'm guessing there's a man and the man is bad okay um it also seems like it's probably more of like a uh a more modern musical, so not the classic musical theater sound of, like, the musical theater standards, more of, like, a rock type of musical.
0: Okay, why don't we get- why don't why don't we start? Should mm-hmm. I- how about- should,
1: I feel like because you're
0: gonna do a lot more talking, I'll read the lyrics.
1: <clears throat>
0: okay. The first stanza. Character, Penny. Why did I listen to that man? Why did I listen to the nature of his plan? And when he talked, I should have balked, I should have walked, I should have ran. Why did
1: I listen to that man? Um I mean is <laughs> I mean, I feel like this part is is pretty straightforward. Uh Penny was clearly in a situation where some man maybe well says a plan, so Gave her some plan of like what she she should do. Mm-hmm. um, And is regretting not having, is regretting having listened to the man. So. Alright. Second. Yeah.
0: Character. Fip. Why did I listen to that crook? A little bribe in cash is all it really took. And how that how that, crave? Nope, I don't know what the word is. How that craven to- toilet maven made me cave in. I'm a schnook. Why did I listen to that crook?
1: Okay. <laughs> um. So it's interesting that we've got toilets here because now, and I'm not exactly sure what maven is, but it sounds. It seems like a uh, a toilet salesperson or something. Expert. Um. Ah, an expert. Okay. So what I'm thinking now is that Fip and Penny were shopping for a toilet, um, and they met this man, and this man Oh Craven is a
0: coward, by the way. I had to look that Mm -hmm. up. Sorry. Just wanted you to know.
1: Okay. So Penny and Fip. Yeah, they um, were shopping for toilet and this man told them this is the best toilet and now this toilet is actually bad. Um, and so I'm thinking at the moment either Penny and Fipp saw this uh, problem in the town which was there is a lot of urine and we need somewhere to put this urine, so let's install a public toilet. That will fix all of our problems. Huh. Or, um, they uh, did not have that problem at first, and the, like, first act is them shopping for a toilet, for a whole first act, and then at the, um, end of the first act like the first act finale is they get this toilet they bring it home and it breaks and then the town is just overflowing with urine at this point how do you get this where what are you getting this from (laughs) (laughs) cash yeah the crook is that there's a faulty toilet okay um and this is the second idea um and yeah um <clears throat> who's the man um who do you think the man the man is? the man at this moment i think that the man is a toilet salesperson okay
0: do you have any questions for me um no all right i'm going to keep reading character bobby this is a spoken line you lied to us caldwell you told us one thing then you did another that's what you did caldwell that's what you did cladwell oh cladwell i'm sorry the character <clears throat> just this isn't a spoiler the cl- character's name is caldwell b cladwell so oh. it's a little bit yeah, confusing, confusing for me um the characters yeah. yeah it's it's yeah caldwell b cladwell anyway uh, okay. so there's that and then Lockstock and Beryl are other characters and they say now we've finally got you now you're in our claws. captured in our city of laws there is no trial or jury nothing to discuss now the law is speaking through us you'll get you in town off with you to you in town away with you to you in town now no more fuss
1: Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go back to Bobby. Okay. Which, okay, we've been introduced to four different characters in these two three or er, no, four because we four. have five. Five. Lockstock and Barrel are separate characters. Yeah, no. Um we I wasn't talking about Penny and Fip. I was talking about Bobby and then we have uh. Cladwell who is mentioned and then we have <laughs> Lockstock and Barrel.
0: Yes, there's a lot. Um
1: <laughs> There's a lot of characters here and it has uh definitely increased from a simple story of, of a of a couple buying a toilet or a couple of pals buying a toilet. Um so now I've got a lot more to think about. Um so I think Cladwell is the, the man that they shouldn't have listened to. Um the craven toilet maven mm-hmm. and the crook. Um Lockstock and barrel sounds like a buddy cop duo because um, they seem to have like arrested or captured or something potentially the man or maybe they're arresting Bobby do you
0: want to hear do you want me to confirm
1: or deny anything you're saying <clears> hmm <throat> what do you think
0: I can tell you now that they are, in fact, a buddy cop duo. I'll give you okay, that. Cool.
1: Cool, cool. Um, I'm guessing that Bobby is, like, in a group of friends with Fip and Penny. Um, and, but, okay. uh, There's no trial or jury, nothing to discuss. Um, So, we're getting into the, like this police state type of situation, which is kind of interesting. Um, and then the interesting thing here is the urine town. Um, I noticed that it's kind of a pun with you are in town, mm-hmm. um, which I never put together before this. Yep. Um,
0: you're in Urin town.
1: Yep. Um, but here it sounds, it's almost like, uh, Urinetown is, like, uh, a nickname for jail, um, which is interesting as well, because the name Urinetown to me, as I said earlier, sounds like a dirty town, and I also associate jails and prisons with being, Not very clean, though I have not actually been to a modern jail or prison, so.
0: How about I keep reading? It's kind of a long song. So Penny says, or sings, let go of me, I have, or maybe it's spoken, I don't know. Let go of me, I have to save hope. Businessman number one, and then number two, I think these are kind of just ensemble lines. There's no saving hope now, Ms. Pennywise. There may be no saving you. And then Penny says, Oh no, then take that and that and this and a few of these.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um I, So I'm I'm looking at the next line and I'm I'm confirming that hope is indeed a character. Yes. Um, but it does
0: have that fun wordplay.
1: play. Yes. Yes, um, and I I, I thought that might be the case because Hope is capitalized in here, Mm -hmm. Um, and it seems that Penny is named Penny Pennywise, um, (laughs) which, I mean, they just just had some fun with these names, didn't they?
0: Yeah, her name is Penelope Pennywise, but Mm. Penelope, I mean, not Penelope, although that would be an interesting (laughs) name. Penelope. It looks like Penelope, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Um, Penelope Pennywise, Caldwell B. Cladwell. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, what do you think these and those and these are? Or, you know, what is Um, take this and that and a few of these? What do you think that
1: is? Well, um, if they're still at a toilet store, I feel like toilets would be very hard to throw but perhaps there's like some uh like toilet paper holders or like toilet brushes like toilet accessories at the toilet store as well um alright I'm reading the next part (laughs) hope
0: says why did I listen to that boy his he spoke of hopes and dreams it filled me with such joy how can I know he loved me so was it for show? Was I his toy? Why did I listen to that boy?
1: Hmm. Okay. So the way that Penny talked about Hope earlier, I was like, okay, Hope is probably like her daughter. And then I was imagining like, I don't know, a five-year-old or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, this <laughs> line from Hope, definitely aged up all of the characters in yeah. my mind like i was thinking at the beginning oh you know like i i said oh it's probably like about a group of like it could be a group of like high school pals um i think now that that penny and potentially Fip as well if Fip is um like uh close and sort of related um Associated, I guess, with, um, Penny. They're perhaps the same age, maybe like late 40s, early 50s. Um, and Hope is, seems like a teenager. Um, I'm guessing the teenage daughter of Penny. Um, and because Penny was called Ms. and not Mrs., maybe Penny is a single mom. Mm. Um, and I'm mostly just talking about who the characters are, rather than what the. Well, that's song important
0: is about. information too.
1: Yeah, I yeah. will
0: read the next part. Penny says,
1: "Okay, well, there's I- also some boy, who I do not think is the the Caldwell." Okay, version. so. Um.
0: Yeah. Yes, I will say so. Penny says, "Why did I listen to that cad?" Hope says, "Why did I listen to my dad?" And together they say, mm. "I went to work for him." He said he was so glad. Hope says, "Was he sincere?" Penny says, "Well, now it's clear." Hope says, "And now I fear." Together they say, "That I've ha- that I've been had." Why did I listen to? Anyway, there's there's a whole thing that happens after this, but uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, just okay. for clarity, I feel like it's Hope and Penny are expressing similar sentiments. But for clarity, I'm going to read all of that again without the characters' names. Why did I listen to that cad? Why did I listen to my dad? I went to work for him. He said he was so glad. Was he sincere? Well, now it's clear. And now I fear that I've been had. Why did I listen to?
1: Okay. So what's interesting is that um, Penny is referring to the person as a man and Hope is referring to the person as a boy, which makes me think that they are two different people, Um, especially if the cat that Penny was referring to is Hope's dad. Personally, I wouldn't address my dad as that boy. Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It just feels a little bit weird. Um, It feels like... Hope is talking about, like, some ex-boyfriend type of situation, which um would not be her dad.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a little hint here. You're right about 14th track. It's middle of second act. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things are unraveling. So people are, mm-hmm. you know, expressing their regrets and whatnot. And it's directed at multiple people. Some people have stuff with multiple people. Mm, um so it's it's a little bit hard to follow because of how many characters but um penny for instance uh and um hope are maybe talking about the same person sometimes and different people another time so yes
1: yes i i feel that um (laughs) that's that's kind of the conclusion i was coming to um So now the question is whether Penny and Fip, the the cat and the crook, are the same people that they're talking about. Um, So I think
0: it would be good to keep reading, I think. Okay. Um, Sure. I'll say... Uh... Um, one moment. I have to review the Wikipedia plot summary because this, it's just, yeah. Um, okay. So, the next part is a lot of overlapping. So, simultaneously, mm-hmm. in the background of things, they're saying repeatedly, up to like over 10 times repeatedly okay. fipped going that crook that crook penny saying that cad that cad um bobby saying my heart my heart and hope saying my dad mm-hmm. my dad and they're all doing these things all on top of each other at the same time it's not written like that out in the lyrics but and then over that is lockstock and barrel saying this is your in town dead ahead it's your in town you must go to Urintown. Town. Town.
1: <laughs> mm hmm. Okay. So. Um. Now I feel like. Let's see. Um. So Penny. Is talking about Hope's dad. They have an estranged relationship, but he's been, like, dragging her on. Um. Fip is talking about some toilet salesperson. Um, Bobby talked about, said, You lied to us, Cladwell, um, earlier. So, my original idea was that Cladwell was the person that Fip and Penny were talking about. And perhaps they were talking about this person for different reasons, is now what I'm thinking. And so, when... So, I'm now I'm not sure if Bobby is saying my heart because Bobby was also, is like an adult and was also in love with Cladwell. Or whether cladwell was manipulating bobby's a teenager like hope and cladwell was manipulating the relationship of his daughter hope with her boyfriend then boyfriend bobby and now um then hope was sad about the boy but then she was like actually it's my dad's fault and Bobby is just sad because he thinks that Hope doesn't like him and now he's broken hearted so that's why he's yelling my heart so two very different interpretations there um I'm leaning more toward Bobby as a teenager mm-hmm. and Cladwell was bad and was manipulating the relationship of his teenage daughter um Okay,
0: yeah. I will read the last, next part, I guess. Bobby, so these are some spoken lines between Bobby and Beryl. Bobby. Mm. So why is it like this? So, so what's it like? This urine town I've heard so much about. Beryl. Perhaps better for us to show you. Bobby. Wait a minute. You're just going to throw me off this roof and that's supposed to be urine town? Death is urine town? Lockstock. Oh, then Lockstock is also there and says, "That's one interpretation." And then Bobby begins to sing again after that.
1: Okay. So I feel like I do not know enough about Bobby. Yeah. Um because I don't I don't even know if he's an adult or a child. <laughs> he's an adult. Okay. He's an adult. So he's he's his my heart is not yelling about how Hope broke up with him. Okay. I hope maybe <laughs> um Okay. So, so, you're getting some
0: information here. This is uh, a a central yeah. question of the show so far has been what is your in town? Where is it? Mm. Are we not living in it already? So, mm. that's that's kind of a question. And here you're learning what interpretation
1: Yes, um... Well... Let's see. So... I'm gonna go back to to where Lock, Sock, and Barrel come in. Um... So, Bobby says... Talking about Cladwell lying to... Unknown Us. Um... And then lockstock and barrel come in and i thought that they bobby and lockstock and barrel were on the same side against cladwell but now i think that perhaps cladwell is not the bad guy maybe maybe bobby's the bad guy um that's an idea yeah so i think bobby's the bad guy and Cladwell is maybe like his underling and the guy who ratted him out to the cops, okay um and then the cops c- cops come, and they're like, "This is uh complete police state. We're just gonna throw you off a building um and that's your punishment. You did something so bad that uh you the punishment is death." okay here's it the- seems a little bit seems a little bit extreme w-
0: yeah here's here's the next the next section. Bobby, this is Bobby's uh singing. -hmm. why did I listen to my heart? I heard its call and made this revolution start. so let the so let the throng take up my song, make Cladwell see that he is wrong. Why did I listen to my heart? Why did I listen to my heart? I heard its call and made this revolution start. So let the throng take up my song, make Cladwell see that he is wrong. It's the same thing twice.
1: Hmm. I mean, this is this is really making me think that Bobby and Cladwell are in love. Um. Why? Or Bobby's in love with Cladwell. What about it? I don't know. Just the listen to my heart thing, I guess. Um but i also am like keeping in my mind this was written and produced in 2001 um and i mean rent rent was on broadway before then but i don't know um Oh gosh. I'm so confused. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but I mean this this is what we wanted. This is what we wanted. Uh-huh. We wanted my brain to hurt. A little bit today. Uh yeah. Um, do you want me to do you want me to say something else or do you want to keep going with
0: the I think we need lyrics? to keep going. Okay. So I'm also curious if you're interpretation of how this song would sound
1: has changed um i mean i'm not really thinking rock musical um i'm feeling like more sort of like modern musical theater um sort of like Not quite come from away because I think there would be less percussion. Um, oh gosh, I'm so bad at instruments.
0: It's okay, I'm gonna read the next one. Lockstock and Barrel sing, There's no trial or jury, nothing to discuss. Now the law is speaking through us. And then Bobby, Hope, Penny, Fip, Lockstock, and Barrel all together say, Um, Why did I, why did I slash he listen to my slash that? Why did I slash he listen to my slash that dad, or cad, dad, bad. This is very hard to read aloud. Why did I slash he listen to my slash that heart? So basically there's a lot of overlap and everybody says cad, dad, bad. And then Bobby says heart. And then a spoken line. Shovel and mop, Mr. Uh, Lockstock, says, Shovel and mop, Mr. Barrel, you know the drill.
1: Okay. Um, And that's
0: the end of the song. So good luck. Yeah.
1: So, I feel like, perhaps, uh, in the end, this is a message against the police state. Um, uh because it it feels like um perhaps bobby is the cad dad in the bad i don't know where where caldwell comes in at this point um he's not actually in the song so i don't know maybe he ran away or something mm-hmm. um and just like he is not in town and the rest uh them you are in town i don't know that didn't that didn't work as i wanted to yeah um he was like you're in town but i'm not um so they're like oh gosh bobby he's so bad um he's such a cad um he's my dad is bobby he's bobby's dad no hope says That Bobby is her dad? Maybe? Oh. Uh, (laughs) No? I mean, is that really, really wrong? Yeah, no, definitely not. Okay. Well, uh, (laughs) so they're talking about different people. (laughs) Um, Uh, But this seems to end with, like, Bobby dying? Slash getting thrown off a roof. Um, I mean, maybe it's just about people uh, leaving town and everybody's just like, you're in town, you're in town. Hooray. And then. But. The cops are like, you're in town, that's bad. Here, you're in- being in town is bad because we're going to lock you up slash throw you off a roof. Um, And so they're like, we don't want to be in town. We want to get out of town.
0: Why um, don't we listen to the song and then I explain to you what's going
1: on? Okay. Okay.
0: Let's do it because so, I do not know what's going okay. on. That's okay. That's the point. Um, Yep. So we're going to listen to the song now and we'll be right back. So I'm just going to play it and I'm going to mute you on the FaceTime. Okay. Or I mute myself, I mean.
1: Okay, I'll do the same thing then. And then and then
0: I'll kind of count us in to listen that works oh
1: okay um what video should i listen should i do just like the just
0: search it up and doesn't really matter which one i don't think
1: well i feel like we should listen to the same one so we have the same amount of time uh um if you google why did i listen to that man
0: it's like the one that says nancy opal topic
1: Okay. Probably the best. best. Three minute, three minutes and nine seconds.
0: Yes, I. For some reason, okay. I'm trying to get my. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna play it, on my.
1: Okay. Okay. Just I have I have to watch a ten second ad. Lovely. Um. YouTube has so many ads now. It really does. It's like, I feel like it used to not have as many ads all right
0: are you ready yeah i will
1: mute myself on the facetime call okay here we go or i'll say go
0: yeah you'll you'll say three two one go and that's when we'll start and mute at the same time okay three two one go oh gosh
1: Mm -mm. Okay, Penny has a different voice than I expected.
0: Don't save it.
1: So what's it like, this year in town that I've heard so much about? Perhaps better for us to show you! Wait a minute, you're just gonna throw me off this roof? And that's supposed to be you in town? Death, is you in town? That's one interpretation. Mr. Beryl, you know the drill. okay, that's a song. It's definitely um, like the music style is definitely more like classic musical theater than I thought it would be, Do like you- at the beginning, <laughs> I said it's probably not that and it was like oh yeah no it's it's definitely that like i could see somebody pulling out some tap shoes and time steps to this song maybe
0: not this particular song because it's just so fast but yeah
1: well yeah do you yeah there's there's too much other stuff going on in this
0: song. did you um is your recording still going after you did that yeah okay yeah just want to make sure so here now i'll tell you what it's about you got some things right um, you cool. got a lot um, wrong. I
1: also, yeah, I, I, I really struggle with who Bobby was, and I still don't know. The other thing was Penny's voice sounded different than I imagined. I don't and Hope as well. I think both of them sounded a little bit older than I thought. They're um, both adults,
0: mm. and um, there is like a child character in the show as well.
1: Um, and. Oh yeah, um, it the like Bobby falling from the roof. I think I was just like imagining like small American town where there are not very large buildings, but he seemed to fall for a long time.
0: Yeah. Also, um, um in the uh, ver- I was I did a, I I worked a show of Town. I worked a production of Town. Mm-hmm. and um, during that scene when Bobby gets pushed off the roof, we had the actor depart from the stage and then a, and then a barbie doll on a string wearing like bobby's clothes slowly <laughs> descended from the from the from the top nice
1: but yeah um so yeah i was imagining like him falling getting pushed off like the town hall in um back to the future mm. um like two stories maybe a clock tower like and that's all so Um, here is
0: yeah here is the the so i'll read to you the little tiny blurb at the top of the wikipedia page because i feel like it kind of gives a good overview of what the show is
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you're in town the musical is a satirical comedy musical that premiered in 2001 with music by mark holman lyrics by holman and greg Kotis. i think that's how you pronounce his last name and book by CODIS, it satirizes the legal system, capitalism, social irresponsibility, populism, bureaucracy, corporate mismanagement, and municipal politics.
1: So, uh, yeah. Um, so my thing about the police state was actually... Yeah,
0: you had the right instinct. Okay. Um, so, basically, in this place, it takes place in, um... It takes place around Public Amenity number 9, which is the hmm. poorest, um, worst urinal. In- so, okay, context. This is a dystopian, it's a dystopian musical set in a place where there is a horrible drought, which has caused the uh, people in charge, the UGC, or Urine Good Company, <laughs> um, <laughs> to have full control of the water. And, and in doing that, they now charge to go to the bathroom everywhere. So you can't, Mm. you, there are no, um, private bathrooms are illegal, public bathrooms Mm. are the only option, and you have to pay. And so, and so that's the setting. Um, some would argue that this is, and also you get arrested if you pee on the street. So, like, you have Mm -hmm. to use the, the public toilet. Um. Yeah. This, so yeah, so there's a water shortage, there's a drought, and private toilets are illegal. The the officers in this song, um, Officer Lock, Stock, and Barrel, are in charge of, you know, they're shown as officers that are trying to manage that, police that. And it takes place, as I said, Public Humanity Number 9, which is one like one of the poorest toilets, urinals, in town. So people can't afford to pee, and they're, uh, yeah, they can't afford to pee. So, um, uh, P- Penny is in charge of, there. she works at uh number nine, public amenity number nine. And mm-hmm. Bobby is like the every man, every guy kind of generic protagonist. And he, okay. and he witnesses his father um not be able to pay and then go to the bathroom on the street and then get arrested. And he witnesses his father go get arrested and he, um, he kind of like, he gets, he doesn't know what to do about it. And then he meets Hope, who uh, inspires him to to f- listen to his heart. Um, and mm. he ends up, listening to his heart makes him want to start a revolution f- for free to pee. Um, Hope is the daughter of the CEO of the Ur- Urine Good Company, Caldwell B. Cladwell mm-hmm. is the CEO, so Hope is actually, in the sense, you were kind of right in saying that Bobby's kind of in love with, oh, with Cladwell, as in Hope Cladwell, but not Cladwell mm-hmm. as in the yeah. CEO company. Um, although, that said, there is a small gay thing happens. Um, uh, Beryl is in love with Lockstock and well, dies I shortly after said... confessing his love, <laughs> which, in classic 2001 fashion...
1: That... Um, Bobby was in love with Hope mm-hmm. that was my alternate theory that I was more set on
0: yeah well yeah so Beryl, Beryl is in love with Logstock but of course after confessing immediately dies um, yeah the um Fip is a senator who works mm. with the CEO um Cladwell and as a politician he supports Cladwell um and so you were kind of right about some relationships. Penny is Hope's daughter. This is, or sorry, Penny is Hope's mother. Um, okay. But this is not revealed until late in the second act, because mm, then you. So learn, they don't actually know. Well, they know. At I mean, this point. you then learn that she had a thing with Cladwell way back. Okay. And so, so all that, and basically, it's the story of Bobby leading this group of rebels uh, to try to take over. They kidnap Hope and hold her for ransom to try and get them to make it free to go to to, to pee. And instead of um, them paying the ransom, Cladwell basically says, because the the threat is basically we're going to hurt Hope unless you let us pee for free. And Cladwell Mm. goes, okay, just arrest Bobby, throw him off the roof. That's the, that's the response. And so mm-hmm. this is the okay. song where everybody's like, why did I listen to that guy? He was going to let Hope die. He just cares mm-hmm. about money. He's He doesn't actually care about anybody. And, um, yeah, you're so in the town. So guy,
1: the guy being Cladwell. Cladwell. Cladwell's the villain. Okay.
0: Bobby yeah. is the protagonist who dies during the second act. Um, okay, early in cool. the sec- early-ish uh, in the second act.
1: I did think that Cladwell was the... Uh, Villain, but I also thought that Bobby was a villain, so yeah. Um, definitely didn't get anything about Bobby right, other than I guess that he had a thing with hope.
0: There's a lot of really funny songs in this show because a lot of them are kind of referential or parody of other styles or like well known musical songs. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a song where when they try and seize and take over, when the rebels try and take over. Um, they, they go back to their hideout and Bobby shows up and they're like, he's like, you need to follow me. I'm your leader and stuff. And everybody's like, well, we heard you saying, well, when, when we were storming the place, we just heard you yelling, run, run away, everybody run for your lives. And, um, then there's a song that Bobby sings in like a kind of a inspirational gospel style. That's called run freedom, run, And it goes, run freedom, Mm -hmm. run freedom, run away, and that's the sound of freedom is running away. Like kind of those kinds of jokes, you know, with like silly Mm -hmm. lyrics and things like that. But anyway, the show basically. I feel like
1: I should have gotten um, the satire from the names, but yeah, I mean they all have
0: really they all have like goofy names. Bobby is such a generic protagonist name. I mean, Mm -hmm. I mean, company by Sondheim, but um. Yeah so basically um the way that the show ends is see Bobby dies but his ghost sticks around and says stuff mm-hmm. um they eventually hope convinces her father to oh a couple the cops both die i'm pretty sure and then her like the killed by the rebels and then um hope reveals to her father that she's still alive after like the ransom situation and then cladwell and penny reconnect and he basically um he uh cladwell basically says he doesn't regret anything and gets thrown off the roof by the rebels um Mm -hmm. and then the town is at peace peeing is free and um and then the water supply disappears (laughs) and it ends with basically uh the basically everybody dies of thirst at the very end. Um, they don't show mm. this, but the narrator um, character, the police officer Lockstock, is the narrator character, and he basically says, oh, okay. everybody died, Hope has a terrible death because of the water supply going out, and um, that's it. <laughs> so it's it's kind of a, it's an interesting commentary. I'm not entirely sure what the goal of that type of commentary is, but I mean, certainly it's criticizing, like, the capitalism and everything, mm-hmm. but then it's also this thing of, like, okay, but then everybody died because they couldn't manage the water.
1: Yeah. And so it's 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 a tricky thing. I mean, yeah. I do it's, like, the critique, but then also, like, everybody ends up dying because they fixed that critique, so... I mean, was, I
0: certainly think that there yeah. are other options the musical doesn't really explore because it is a comedy and everything. Like, mm-hmm. for instance having like i mean waste management is rough and human population is huge so that's hard if we're gonna try and live in cities and stuff but having toilets that don't require water is not really it's not unheard of i mean it's obviously there are lots of places still that don't use flushing uh toilets that have a whole sewer Mm -hmm. system so i don't think that it's fully out of the question i just think for the sake of the show and the comedy in in the show they don't really explore an option like that um Mm -hmm. also it's 2001 so i don't actually know like what exactly they're thinking about at the time
1: yeah i mean i think that outhouses have always existed though so you would think that right i mean it's a it's a comedy they might have I don't know.
0: It's a comedy, and it's 2001, too. I mean, this was written pre-9-11, so there's also that. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that this show specifically references that directly, but the whole police state authority, uh, like, satirizing capitalism and politics, but then this huge event happens right before the show opens is, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: is interesting. I'd be curious to actually do some reading on the reception of this
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but yeah there you have it
1: you were kind of close you got a couple things right um I got a couple things right um I knew Caldwell was bad so I think yeah but then you
0: concluded that Bobby was the villain
1: <laughs> yes um I concluded that Bobby was connected positively with Caldwell so uh, that, yeah. that didn't work out so well but
0: I uh, I think that was a good thing to try I think if we do this in the yeah. future we should do it a little differently mm-hmm. maybe more of a discussion where you ask questions
1: yeah kind of thing like a hotter colder question and answer type of thing yeah
0: maybe just cause yeah. it is very hard I could also choose a different type of song but
1: yeah I think um more of like a monologue type of song or like a... With a less direct. characters, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think though, like, uh, sort of climactic number just made it a little bit harder.
0: Anywho, why don't we do our next little thing? Um, Talk really briefly about International sci- Code of Signals, which is an international system for uh, vessels, ships, stuff like that, to communicate important messages using flags uh, and other things, but I'm going to talk about the flags. Um, it's the most recent in this evolution of maritime flags and signalings that signaling that navies would do with flags on their ships. Um, so most of the... Most of these flags that are widely used are uh were, are kind of older or not not super old but like 1850s um they've been around for quite a while. I don't know how much how often they're still in use but you can certainly see them. And they have um numbers and letters there there are uh pennant pennants and flags that are that are, uh, used, uh, uh, flags, and, sorry, pennants and flags that each represent a different letter in the English alphabet, um, one, one through nine and zero for the numbers, and they all can, re- in different combinations, they can represent different codes. One point that's, one point about the flags I think is kind of interesting is that, um, in the, in, The Good Flag, Bad Flag pamphlet written by Ted Ted Kaye, I don't actually know how to pronounce their last name, but I've mentioned this pamphlet before, it's a uh, a roughly 16 or 20 page, something like that, short pamphlet that discusses good flag design and how part of that is the simplicity, but another part of good flag design is the idea that it can work effectively in a grayscale. So I mean, just look at the Canadian flag, for instance. It works in a grayscale. You don't need to see the colors to see all of the shapes, and almost all of the symbolism still works. So I think that's interesting is when you apply the grayscale to the signal flags. It's almost it almost works. Everything besides H and K are unique and work on a grayscale, and this is useful because. If you're signaling with flags across the ocean with fog and clouds and water spraying everywhere, you want to be able to see it and distinguish it as best as you can, even if it's obscured a little bit or you can really mm-hmm. only make out the light and the dark parts. So I think that's that's a cool, interesting thing. Is like that it all all those letters and numbers fit uh, and can be distinguished from each other on the grayscale. Um, with the exception being two letters, which I honestly think it's, maybe it's a little late stage for them to switch it, but all they have to do is like mirror one of them and switch the orientation of it and it would still work. So anywho, that's a little bit about the, Mm. I'm still learning about it. I just started looking into it recently, so I don't know very much about it, but I, I would, I bet there's lots of information that I could find about the history used in the military and everything
1: Mm mm-hmm so yeah okay um knitting I honestly don't know if I've even knit at all since the last time we talked um and I don't I, I think I might have said something like this on the last pod or maybe it was talking to somebody in real life but um I just have not felt quite as motivated to knit um lately and some of that i think is general like i'm in my last year of college so i don't feel much motivation to do anything um and other of that is just like knowing that i have so many just like knitted items lying around my house and how i don't they're just sitting there in a bag um and so it's like the weight of all those things that i've previously made um i however i did do a craft project recently um and that is because i was sort of like tricked by my college into buying like a certain version of a textbook, oh, yeah. and it was a loose. I think you mentioned yeah, this last like, time, didn't you? Um, mm, mm, maybe I think it wasn't. No, I might have mentioned the knitting thing last time, but I didn't mention the textbook. I think you mentioned it to me since I've been back when
0: we called yeah. to edit.
1: Yeah, but I don't think you. Yeah, yes, okay. Yeah, I think I think that's correct. Um. Uh. So like they they told me oh you have. On the bookstore website, it was like, "Oh, you gotta get this one um, and they had really been they give me an email every day like you gotta get your books mm-hmm. um and so I was like, Okay, I better get my books um so uh, I bought this version that was like loose leaf um and two editions above the one I had to buy um and so I I don't know I just went hard and didn't want to do like real homework um and have made like a uh old jean short covered uh cover like a uh, recycled cardboard um cover for my um textbook um does the glue that yeah. you made work? Has it worked? The glue that I made worked to an extent. I actually ended up buying just like some target brand school glue um because I wasn't sure about how well the um homemade water, flour, and salt glue would actually hold up. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, it peels pretty easily and it's, like, quite easy to just, like, pull things apart that have been glued with it. So, I just wanted something that would work a little bit better. So, yeah. Nice.
0: Well, I hope that that this book doesn't fall apart for the rest of the time you need it.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be fine. Um How is your m- Do you want to oh. What? How's your Chinese learning? Um it's it's fine. Okay. Um I've had a week and a half of class so So not much yet, but <laughs> Yeah. Um and actually only four classes because of the holiday What's your?
0: Did did are you doing Chinese names?
1: We haven't yet, and I feel like this is more of an off pod discussion. Oh, okay, sorry. Mostly just because we're already over an hour. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. All right. Um, do you want to for the credits? Do you want to switch roles? Just to, because sh- I feel like we can. I'm the one who learned today. Sure. Go ahead. Okay. So, today, we got lost in the lyrics of uh, Why Did I Listen to That Man? Um, And I learned that Bobby is the protagonist, not the villain. Um, And also, Hope is Penny's daughter, but... She maybe doesn't know that. um, And really... It's a satire um, about people in a dystopian society where they have to pay to pee.
0: Yes. You should also listen to the show. If, I think you might enjoy it. Like, just, mm-hmm. just, just for you. Anyway, thank you to uh, Mark, H- Mark Holman and Greg Kotis um, for writing it, and to the cast of Your Town Musical for singing and performing it.
1: Uh, this podcast was edited and produced by Claire and
0: Elliot. The opening and closing music is by Elliot. And Claire is usually the one who you interact with on social media.
1: If you have any questions or you would like to suggest a song for us to analyze in the future, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LITLpod or email us at lossandliries.pod at gmail.com.
0: Thank you to all of you. Can I still say have a good day at the end of <laughs> the Thank you to all of our listeners for your support and enthusiasm. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the pod and that you join us next time to get
1: Lost Lost in the the lyrics. Lyrics.
0: Have a dandy day!